0: Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode eight. Okay, so today we are talking about DC's and I guess, you know, Warner Brothers and New Lines film, Black Adam. Um, y'all, I have to say, like, I was pleasantly surprised by this film. I thought I was gonna hate this movie. I, I had heard so many bad reviews about it that I was like, um, maybe not. But I went and I watched it. And you know, I have to say, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought the film was really good. I thought the cast, especially the ensemble cast, did a great job with their parts. Um, I thought The Rock gave a performance. It wasn't terrible. Like I've seen, you know, I just, it, I don't, okay. I don't go into movies with The Rock thinking he's gonna get the best performance ever. I think he's gonna give his personal best and that, that's what I think about that. Like that's, that's all I, I go in with The Rock. I, I don't, I've never watched a movie that he's been in for him. I normally watch it because I think the story is going to be interesting or something like that. I, I'm not one of those people who's like, yeah, I'm a huge Rock fan. I think he's cool. I have no issue with The Rock or with Dwayne D-Rock, The Rock Johnson at all. And I think it's really awesome what he's been able to do with his career and pivot from being a wrestler, to doing a lot of Hollywood films and really getting his his name out there in, you know, films that are, you know, action, drama, um, comedy. He's really been able to, and even Disney films and, and singing and stuff. He's really been able to, you know, be one of those wrestlers who's been able to Cross that 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 bridge, and not only him, but now so many people after him. I'm not saying he's the first to do it, but I think he's the biggest to do it. I think I could be wrong, but now with actors like John Cena, Randy Orton, and so many other ones who are crossing over and having somewhat success, you know, i you know, um, John Cena, um, is now in the DC, uh, universe as well with the Suicide Squad and stuff, um. And then we also have Batista as well, who's, you know, in the Marvel universe. So we definitely have, you know, there's been this kind of like door that I think he's really helped open and swing open where it's like these guys can actually go off and be successful in other films and in other other endeavors, um, which is, is great for them. And I think for me, I think Black Adam was, this is one of my favorite rock films, but not because of him. It's because of the people around him. I think a lot of the actors around him, the ensemble cast, really gave great performances. Um, I think this movie was a lot of fun. And that's something that I think is not being talked about enough. I don't know what anyone was expecting from this film. I really don't know, but I, I thought it was cool. And I was looking at some of the reviews and I was looking at the scores for it. and. Unfortunately, this movie does not have a lot of great scores. It made almost 400 million dollars worldwide, but I believe there were parts of the world it wasn't shown in. If if I'm correct, I don't I don't want to lie and say that was the truth, but I think I remember reading something about that. Um, but the, I want to talk about the ensemble cast, and we'll get into this. So. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson plays Black Adam, who's the main character in this film. He's, like, the antagonist slash protagonist for a while in the film. Everyone thinks he's this good guy. By the way, spoilers everywhere. Spoilers everywhere. Um, everyone thinks that he's this good guy, but it turns out that he's actually not the good guy in the story. He He's not here for justice. He's here for vengeance. And that's what a lot of people are getting misconstrued. They believe that he's this ancient hero who stood for justice. But there's a plot twist that it turns out that that's not what... The T is sis. Um, anyway, um, he was even, um, stripped, I guess, of his powers and imprisoned because of the, um, the, the wizards that, that gave, that granted Shazam his powers. They imprisoned, uh, Black Adam. Um, anyway, so there's also Hawkman, um, Dr. Fate, um, Adam Smasher and Cyclone. They are part of the Justice Society and they are sent to stop him um basically what happens is black adam is awakened uh thanks to a um i don't want to call her she's not an archaeologist but she's looking for the the crown this this ancient crown that can bring uh, a powerful ruler to come and stop uh basically uh the threat that's taken over their their city um there's these military men who are just like you know dominating the city. there, There's too much control. There's too much power there. And so they want to... The people want to take their power back from this control. Um, and this this woman, I think her name is Adriana, um, and her son, um, who is um, Amon, they're trying to basically bring balance back to the city and get these people out that don't belong there. Um, and so they end up... He ends up... Uh, the mother ends up waking up uh, Black Adam, not realizing that he's not really he's not exactly there to save them like he is but he isn't there to save them. He's not who they think he is. There's this huge statue in in the city um that's meant to represent, you know, their hero, their great hero that's been asleep for thousands of years and they think that that is him, but it turns out that it's not him. Um anyways, so um these these the justice society is sent there to basically get rid of him um they know they really don't have the power to get rid of him but they're gonna do their their, their damnedest to, to do it and dr fate is getting these visions of something bad that's going to happen including possibly seeing the death of one of the four of them um and it's it's really cool it's a really cool kind of situation with with these these newer characters um I fell in love with them pretty much instantly because I didn't think i was it was gonna be that kind of film I thought it was just gonna be like I know that they were in it because I bought the uh, McFarlane toy line for the the film, but I didn't put too much thought about, like I thought they were just going to be featured in the film, I didn't think they were going to have very big parts. So when I watched the movie and I saw that, oh no, these guys are actually going to be a really big part in this film, it actually made me even more interested in the movie because like Black Adam and The Rock to me were not enough for me to really get excited for this film. But what was, was seeing, you know, how everyone else's relationships kind of come together. Seeing that Hawkman is, like, the leader of this, this crew and he's hanging out with Dr. Fate and hanging out with, you know, with, with Adam and Cyclone, who are two lesser known. Like, they're not as known as Dr. Fate and as as Hawkman. Um, and it was cool to see that. And again, the representation in the movie, love seeing it. Love it, Here for it. I love the, the age ranges of... These characters, because you have, you know, Dr. Fate, who's, you know, Pierce Brosnan, who's the eldest of P- Pierce Bosnan, um, or Bosman, Bosman, I think is his name, um, who is clearly the eldest of them all. And then you have, you know, um, uh, Hawkman, who's probably, you know, in his thirties, maybe, um, you know, more, more middle-aged, I guess, you know, going into middle age or whatever. And then you have the two younger ones who are, um, Adam and Cyclone. And that was cool to see. Cause it kind of brought me back to watching the Justice League film, how you have those different age ranges. You had, you know, an older Batman, but played by Ben Affleck. And then you have like, you know, the semi-younger cast. And then you had like the straight up younger ones, like Ezra Miller and Ray Fisher's character. Um, So it was a nice kind of refreshing thing to say, okay, like, this is a mixed breed of cast. It's not just, they're not just doing one age group. There's a lot of different, you know, variations to things. You have Dr. Fate, who's been at this a very long time. You have Hawkman, who's also been a part of things for a very long time too. He seems very seasoned, not as seasoned as Dr. Fate, but seasoned enough to like, you know, be a, a trusted leader. And then you have these two younger ones who are kind of just going and doing what their elders are telling them to do. Um, and it's, it's, it makes it for this very nice dynamic. And then you have Black Adam who's on the other side of it and who's doing all the things by himself. And, you know... People are looking to him, the people in the city are looking to him as a hero, but the heroes of the film are looking to him as what they see him as, which is the bad guy. And we have Hawkman who is very, he sees things very black and white. There's either good, you're either good or you're bad. There's no in between to him. And there's the people you know in the city who are like listen like there's there's so there's such thing as good, bad, and the in between and so by the end of the film, Black Adam becomes more of an anti hero than a villain or a hero, which I kind of do like I kind of like that he 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 kind of rides that line because to me that's why I love J- the character of Jason Todd that that Robin I love him because he isn't just, I'm going to do what Batman says because I'm, you know, Batman's a good guy. He doesn't believe in killing. I'm going to do things my way because my way shows results for me. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like it. But that's that's how I see results. So I like that he's, Black Adam is more of an anti-hero in this film than just a straight up villain. We've seen him be a straight up villain before, but this is kind of nice that he's kind of just an anti-hero um, in this movie. And- I think The Rock does does a fairly good job of, of playing the character. I think everyone does... I think everyone else does a really great job. I think he does a, a good job for him. And that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, there's a lot of slow motion in this film. Yes, there is. But again, like, I... If I have... If I give this film crap for having slow motion or parts that just need to pick up towards the end because you know how the last act they always got to do this fucking dramatic ass shit no one asked for where the hero loses his powers or something happens and you got to get that power back eh. but I, if i get this film crap for it guess what i gotta do it for every other fucking superhero movie marvel dc whatever the fuck that came before it because i'm so like i hate when people attack one side for doing something when both sides do that shit. And I'm not that kind of person. If I have to give... If I'm giving everybody else shit for this, I'm gonna give you shit for this. If I'm not giving everybody else shit for this, I'm not giving you shit for this. So it does have those moments where it's like, okay, this is slow-mo for what? Um, and then it has those moments where it's like, okay, this is going on too long for what? So I, I kind of do... You know, there are those moments of the film. But overall, this movie was really, really good. I did read some user reviews earlier because I was very surprised at how how negative people have reacted to this movie. Like, it only made, like, about $400 million. But again, I I don't think that's a bad thing, in my personal opinion. But I, I'm not, like, I'm not really the numbers guy on these things. I can't tell you what, you know, what makes for a good superhero movie or not. But I can say, I do think that people are kind of suffering from a little bit of superhero fatigue. And I also think that because Marvel has has had such a dominating presence in these new superhero films, that I feel like, A lot of DC films don't have, um, like, they don't hold up well. Not because they're not good or anything, but because I think people like that Marvel formula that I think a lot of fans love that. And so when, when DC films come out, in my opinion, I think it's very, they're very quick to kind of dismiss them or look for the bad in them. But they wouldn't do the same thing with Marvel. In my personal opinion, I could be wrong, but I do feel like DC has become... The hero team that people who are non-DC fans love to hate. It's like, you know how, like, all of a sudden now, like, uh, superhero movies are, are the thing and comic books are cool now. But back in the day, if you read comic books and shit, you were getting picked on. You were being, you know, treated like you're less than. It's kind of that thing. I think a lot of people have gotten on the Marvel hype train and just love it because it's Marvel. And shit on DC because it's DC. That's, that's just how I feel about it. Like, the Avatar film. Like, a lot of people love it because of how much money it made. And then a lot of people are kind of like, eh, it's not the greatest story, but it made a shit ton of money. I'm not going to bash it. And I'm going to watch the new one because the other one made so much money. It's kind of... It's one of those things. It's a hype train thing. Um, and I think that because DC isn't at the top of that hype train, it's become the studio that a lot of people just kind of love to hate. Um... But again, I do, I do understand, like, I do understand from a standpoint why people do this, because DC's kind of been through a lot (laughs) recently, and especially with the new James Gunn stuff, and firing some people, and getting rid of some people, and that just really causing a domino effect, like, Henry Cavill not playing Superman anymore, I think is a really big, it's a, it's a big factor for me, because even though Superman is not my dude, I'm much more of a Batman fan, um... I think he was a really great Superman. I think he looked the part. I think he was proud of the role. And so it's sad to see some. And, and then he like he lost it, but then thanks to The Rock got it back, and then lost it again. And that's just like and so quick too. He was. I think they just announced that he was coming back, and then he gets to take it taken from him. And I'm like, why? Like this is. Cr- but again, I, I don't. I've heard rumors that it, it's it's he's. I don't want to speak on that, but I've heard some rumors that are not so good. Um, but again, those are rumors. I don't want to make that a factual thing. And that's why they chose not to go with him. Either way, like like if the rumors are true, then I'm glad they got rid of him. If they're not true and this guy just lost out on, on a really important gig to him, that's really messed up, dude. Like, that's really, really messed up. And I've been saying since the jump, I don't want James Gunn in D.C. Like, when he jumped on Suicide Squad, I was like, no, like, just don't be here. Like, I I don't like him. I don't like James Gunn. I don't, and I was, you know, I wasn't supportive of Guardians because of that either, like... I so watched to the first film, and then after all this stuff came out about him, and I know this is years and decades old, but still, like, a lot of people don't grow from these mistakes, they only just kind of get worse, and James Gunn doesn't seem like the type to, to grow from his mistakes, he just seems the type to hide his weird shit, like, just try to hide it better, um, and so when he was announced coming over to DC, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, you're gonna ruin shit, and sure enough, and mind you, mind you, I'm I'm not criticizing, I can't criticize him in saying that, Okay, I can't say that he's ruining DC because I haven't seen anything from him outside of Suicide Squad. So I can't say that he's going to ruin DC or that, you know, the, the, the future films are going to be shit. I can say that he is coming in and he's getting rid of people and it, I don't like that. And that, to me, is ruining any chance that DC has to really compete. Not that I think they should have to compete, but let's face it, they're, they're superheroes. Like, Marvel and DC have been competing since the beginning because that's just what things, that's what these rivaling studios do, right? Um... And so, like, I just, it it sucks. It really does suck to see the Henry's going away. I think Ben Affleck's been gone, right, or something like that. I think Gal is leaving. I think The Rock is also not going to be returning. So it's like, are they just going to reboot everything? Because that's a reboot now, so close to what you're already putting out, is just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I feel really bad, especially for the actors in this film, Who've done a really good job, you know, and are probably were excited to get their their you know their start to come into the series and do some cool stuff, only to find out that they're gonna be hitting the reset button right now. Like that's like like if they did that with Marvel and they just reset Marvel, that would suck, right? Because everyone is like all the hard work that the other team set up, and we're excited to be a part of this thing, only to find out that we're not gonna be a part of it anymore. Like that that sucks. So I really hope that people at DC really get it together and save, you know, what they have left. Because I I like a lot of the DC projects. I'm not going to lie. I did love Justice League. Um, The original cut was okay, but I loved the Zack Snyder cut. I I liked Batman v Superman well enough. Um, I loved Aquaman. I loved Shazam. I loved the first Wonder Woman. I liked the second Wonder Woman. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. And so there's been some projects from, you know, the DCEU, I think that's what it's called, that I've really enjoyed. And I'm excited to see the Aquaman sequel. I'm excited to see, um, you know, the Shazam sequel. I want to see The Flash, but Ezra Miller, like, he, oh man, he fucked that up for himself. And honestly, that sucks because I was really hoping to see, like, after watching this film and seeing the characters like Cyclone and Atom, I was hoping that we would get a really cool crossover between them and The Flash and Cyborg and even Shazam and get, like, a future team-up movie of the younger heroes. Like, yes, I know Shazam is older than them, but, like, he's Billy Batson, who's a teenager, so I kind of like to see them all Five in a film together, working together, that would have been a really cool project. But since, you know, Ezra had to be a fucking creep, it kind of messed with that whole situation. But yeah, I really liked this film. Um, I liked all the characters in it well enough and I wasn't expecting it to be what it was. I thought it was going to be kind of just like, cause to me, black, like I said before, black Adam, the rock is not something I would sit there and watch two hours of, but because of the team around him and the characters that they really helped build in this movie, I actually loved it I was like this is this is an unexpected like Team up film. I actually like this movie. This is kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see, you know, the Justice Society kind of come in and kick butt and then get their butts kicked, but they keep trying. They keep trying. They keep going for it. And it was cool. It was cool to see, you know, that there's more than. Because, majority of the time, when you have a movie like this and there's a main character, that main character is going to be the hero of the film. He's going to do all the right things. But it was cool in this film to see, like, the other heroes really playing their parts well and doing really impactful things to help the story along and to help that that grand finale. Um, I will say, I think this film suffers because it's, it's kind of a been there, done that film, not for DC, but for the superhero world. Because now that we have Doctor Strange and we have, you know, um, Ant-Man, we've seen a lot of these tricks that are being used in this film and other movies in Marvel Universe. So even though it's a first for DC, it's not something new. And I think that kind of like, In my opinion, I think that might have killed some of the interest in it, but also some of the people who watched it were probably less thrilled because it's like a a lot of what Dr. Fate was doing, we've seen Dr. Strange do. A lot of what we've seen um, Adam do in this film, we saw um, um, Ant-Man do in uh, Civil War. So we've seen these things. We might not see them too often, but we've seen them often enough from the Marvel side now that it's coming to DC. For people who don't read comics, they might feel like, oh, my God, you're, you're just ripping them off. And it's like, no, they're not ripping them off. These characters have always done these things. It's just Marvel got them out faster and got them out quicker. And DC's doing their own thing. But they're putting these characters out. And you've seen this happen with, with Marvel already. So to you, because you haven't read comics, and you don't understand how these heroes work, you're thinking this is a copycat, a copy and paste thing. But it's more like, no, these heroes have had these abilities. It's just DC didn't put them out before Marvel did, because Marvel had a plan, their own kind of plan in motion that wasn't the same thing as DC. DC was just hitting us with, like, the hard-hitting stuff, you know, like like Superman, and then killing off Superman, and doing all these things while they're building this universe in a different way that Marvel was. Marvel was setting up a lot of things that DC was doing in different ways. So... When you see these movies, you're thinking that like it's a rehash of what you saw with Marvel. It's not a rehash. It's just these characters have very similar powers because you know these studios can only come up with so many original ideas um, for their heroes. So if you if you notice a lot of parallels, it's because. Every, every Marvel character, pretty much, they're pretty much, there's a DC equivalent to that and vice versa. So it's like, it's not, these studios are necessarily copying each other. Um, it's not that they looked at Dr. Strange and mirrored his powers over to Dr. Fate. It's these people have always had these kind of powers. Dr. Fate has always been able to look at His name is Dr. Fate for a reason. He's always been able to look at the odds of situations. He's always, you know, had magic, uh, magical abilities. Dr. Strange is basically the same thing. Their stories are different. Like the, you know, uh, they're, they're. I guess, non-superhero counterparts are different, but they function very similar to one another. I'm not saying the same. I'm saying very similar to one another. I think Doctor Strange might be more powerful. Um, Well, I, mm, I don't know. I, I don't want to make that... Because I also think, like, um Adam is more powerful than, than Ant-Man. But again, I don't want to, like, compare that way. What I'm just going to say is that these things... It, it sucks for Black Adam because a lot of this stuff is things that we've seen. Even with Black Adam's abilities being very similar to Shazam's abilities. um, And with the lightning, we've seen that with Thor. So there's a lot of things that are like, okay, this definitely feel... Even like the placement of the movie didn't feel like something we haven't seen before. It kind of gave like X-Men Apocalypse kind of vibes too. So it's kind of hard to make a superhero film feel authentic and different now because we've seen so many different locations. We've seen so many different powers and, and similar powers to each other that... You know, really all, and and we've seen a lot of these actors get regurgitated from one side to the other. So it's very hard, I think, at this point. And I think that's why a lot of superhero films these days are not doing as well as they used to. I think a lot of people are getting superhero burnout because it's like, okay, at one point it was cool, it was hype. To love superheroes. But I think now we're getting out of the stage of of having to see them over and over, which is probably why Avatar is doing so well is because Avatar is something different. It's it's while we've seen the original film which I thought was trash, we've seen that film, but it's it's a nice break and it's a break that people know is going to do numbers, right? They know Avatar is going to do numbers cuz James Cameron did it and he did the first one, so they know it's going to do numbers. But with a lot of these superhero films, eventually it gets to a point where it's like, okay, how many Batmans are we going to see? How many Spider-Man movies are we going to see before we stop caring? How many of these things are we going to see before we stop caring? And if you keep rebooting and changing up lineups and things, people are going to start caring less and less and less. So I think that's unfortunately where Black Adam is falling short is that like a lot of the heroes have these powers that we've kind of seen from the other studio. Um, the Rock to me is not... Again he's not somebody I would separate my coin for even though like in Black Adam is not is not one of the characters I would actually like go and run and see a movie for I did really enjoy this film I would give it an eight out of ten actually but this was not for me from DC this is not what I would want to see i I loved it and I I was very surprised by it but I wasn't running to the theater to see this film like Because Black Adam and The Rock were not two names that I was like, I want to see this movie for. They're just not like, like, I would go see a Green Lantern film because I want to see one. I would go see, you know, The Flash. I mean, not Ezra Miller, but I would go see it. You know, Aquaman, I would go see it. Batman, I'd go see it. Any one of the Bat family members, I would go see it. Superman, I would probably go see it. I didn't like Man of Steel when it first came out, but I, I've grown to like it. Um, Wonder Woman, I would go see. I would go see possibly even a Green Arrow film. Like There's a lot of the the superhero DC lineup, and even some of the villains that I would go see a movie for. Black Adam really was not one of those characters for me. It just, it just wasn't. But I was very surprised by how good this movie is, actually. I was not expecting it to be as good and as fun as it was, I would rewatch this movie. There's a lot of movies I have not rewatched after first viewing. I'm like, nope. I've seen The Eternals one time. I liked it well enough. It was okay. I haven't had the need to go watch it again. It's long, and I just don't. I I didn't. No, nah, I'm not gonna watch it again. Thor: Love and Thunder. I've seen it one time. <laughs> it was fun enough. Only seen it one time. Um, and th- I think I've only. I think I've seen No Way Home, the Spider-Man movie. One no. No, that's not true. I saw it a few times, but I spaced. After my initial viewing of that film, I kind of spaced. I went to go see it with several people and like different people, and that's why I'm like, okay, we're watching this again, okay, cool, cuz they wanted to see it, not so much cuz I wanted to see it. Um again, it was it was good the first time I saw it. I liked it. It was fun. Um it was, you know, the the crowd was hyped, but I was kind of like, okay, like after that first viewing, I was like, oh, it's all right. It's okay, it's all right. Um but yeah, there's, a, there's been a lot of superhero films that I, I've seen once and I don't think about putting it back, even for, for background noise, I don't think about putting it on again. Um, this movie, I would watch again. I thought it was fun. I love a good superhero team-up movie. And I like the fact that the team, they didn't just make Black Adam interesting and everybody else was just subpar and okay. No, they made everybody interesting in this movie. Dr. Fate was so much fun to watch. And I love his costume design. Because to me, Dr. Fate's kind of boring. I don't care about Dr. Fate normally. I don't. Even like playing um, the uh, Injustice video games, I never really mess with him that much. I don't care enough about him, but I liked him in this movie. I think Pierce was a great choice for this character. It was a fun movie. I wanted to see him go a little bit more insane sometimes than he did in this. I'm not gonna lie, but I like what he did with, with this character. I really do. Um, Hawkman, I've never been as interested in Hawkman as I have watching this movie. I was like, dude, you're, you're pretty dope. Like I have Hawkman figures. I have Hawk Girl figures. I've just never really been that interested, but I like the way this actor played the part. And honestly, it was hard to take him seriously sometimes with that damn mask on, but he did it. He did his job. I love it. I love Atom, and I love how his mask reminded me of, D- of Deadpool. Like, he gave me so many different vibes. He gave me Flash vibes. He gave me um, Spider-Man vibes. But he-, he gave me Ant-Man vibes, and then he gave me Deadpool vibes. Like, something about him. Gave me a lot of different characters in one, but I liked him. I, li- I would watch a movie starring him. He was cool. And Cyclone, I loved their relationship as well, and I liked her. I loved all her slow-motion stuff. I loved how beautiful she was. I loved how beautiful her costume was and how like the effect of her costume had on the cyclones that she was creating. I liked it because she's the female. They didn't feel the need to sexualize her because that happens all the time to female characters and even in superhero movies. And I like how this was not that movie. It wasn't going to sexualize her because she's the female, even though she had a lot of slow motion parts. It's because that's how her powers look more effective in those scenes. And I like that they didn't use those moments to sexualize her character, which happens to female characters all the time. So that was cool to see. Um, And like I said, the relationship between those two was pretty dope. Again, I would watch like a Young Heroes movie with those two in it. That would be really fun. It was really cool. I liked the relationship too between Hawkman and pretty much every member of of the the Justice Society. I loved him and Dr. Fate's relationship. I loved him and um, Adam's relationship because every time Adam did something that screwed up, he was always like, you and me, you and me, we're going to talk. I loved that. I, I loved that between those characters. And it was cool to see him as the leader, too. Like, it was it was really cool. Like, out of him and Dr. Faye, I really liked their their kind of, like, leadership skills of, of the team. They really helped pull the team together. I think all the different age ranges of the characters in the Justice Society really made them very interesting in, in comparison and in, in contrast to Black Adam. Um, and I like how he is not the hero of the film or the villain really he's the anti-hero of the film and he's comfortable with that role that's something I liked and even the people like even the people who knew him you know like um who knew the actual fate of his character um realized that even though he's not like he's not a quote-unquote hero but he's also not a villain and they were just willing to they were willing to like support him and roll with him was kind of cool because normally like you know If you're not the hero, then you're kind of like the villain. So this movie does a really great job of being like, there's also this thing called (laughs) anti-hero. See, Jason Todd. There's also this thing called anti-hero, and we mess with them too, because while they, you know, they're not the best, they do believe in, like, killing people for doing wrong things. And, you know, they're they're kind of out for, not so much justice, but they're kind of out for revenge, but that also can kind of, because revenge can kind of bleed into justice a little bit. A little bit. A little bit, you know, it's just a little bit, you know. Um, and I liked that topic that was that was brought up in this film too. So I mean there were again, there were some really good points um that were made in this movie and I, I, I like a lot of that. I will say a lot of the cuts in this film were annoying. Like you can definitely tell the actors had to do their scenes, like had to say certain lines and certain like monologues five or six different times and was shot from like five or six different angles and put into like one thing. I'm like, dude, every time the mom spoke I feel like every time she gave, like, a long speech, you saw her, like, speaking from so many different angles, and I'm just like, dude, stop. Like, you really didn't need this woman to say this. She she clearly said her lines five or six times, and they just took snaps of the best part of her performance and just put it into this. I'm like, dude, I, oh, there were so many camera angles when she spoke. Even The Rock sometimes, like, there's a lot of different camera angles on here. You can tell he had to say his lines so many times for what. But other than that... Great movie. I, I, again, eight out of 10, and I was not expecting it to be that good. And I'm really shocked at how many people just didn't like this film. But I can't help but think that people who didn't like the film, like, in fact, I'm going to read some of the comments because I, I really don't know why people didn't like, uh, some people didn't like this movie. I don't. I read some of the comments before. A lot of people said it was fun and I thought the same thing. But I really want to know what makes this movie, um, Like, what makes them not like it? I'm hoping it's not a whole bunch of Marvel fanboys who just hate DC. Because that happens sometimes on both sides. Where people just leave, like, really nasty reviews just because they're haters. Um, like, this one says, I was shocked by how much I disliked Black Adam. Okay. How long is this gonna be? Okay. (laughs) I was shocked by how much I disliked Black Adam. I didn't really have any expectations for this movie. As the only real knowledge, um i have about the character comes from the injustice video game series (laughs) okay um however black adam takes all the elements of bad superhero flicks and crams them into one loud and messy movie while it does have some exciting action sequences i agree it also had too many characters what not enough backstory heavy-handed messages bad acting forced humor sloppy editing awful dubbing The, the dubbing yes and an over- over-reliance on CGI. I spent the first half of the movie confused and the second half annoyed. Okay. 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 <laughs> an overuse of CGI. My friend, have you seen a Marvel movie? Like, I, you know what? No, I, I, they didn't mention Marvel in their comment. I'm not going to just throw that out there. But... If you don't want to see... Like, please don't go watch, I don't know, Avatar. Like, if you're going to complain about the overusage of CGI, you need to complain about half the movies you're seeing these days because there's movies that have CGI for, like, literally no reason. Like, I I don't even... Like, what? Like, the overuse of CGI in this film. it's, It's a superhero film, my dude. Like, I don't... You expect it. Like, I I don't know. To me, I do. Especially when it comes... I will say DC is very heavy-handed on the CGI. That's that's a fact. Marvel can be, too. Yes. But DC, yeah. I mean, girl, are you new here? Um, The dubbing? Yes. Towards the end of the film... There was a lot of dubbing, because they, they had to go through this whole, like, oh, girl. They had to go through the whole, like, you know, hero loses power. I'm not going to tell you what happened. Hero, hero loses power, needs confidence back, yada, 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 bullshit kind of thing. And they go back into, you know, uh, like I said, um, I don't know if I said this in, because I've done this episode a few times. I had to kind of re-edit it, because people keep calling me and editing up uh, ruining my episode. Anyway, um, there's a moment in the film where, you know, the main character... Uh, Adam is thinking about his family that he lost and stuff. And, like, they keep showing images of him, the wife, and the son. And there's this terrible editing that I'm, like, or dubbing that I'm, like, you're not, your mouth is not even moving to say those words. And it's, this is bad. Like, I, I really did sit there going, like, why is this necessary? One, it's taking too long. And two, this dubbing is terrible. So I will give this person points for that part of it. Everything else, though, I'm, like, I don't think that it was... Bad acting, I, I, I don't think the movie had a lot of funny points in it. I didn't laugh much. There are times I did laugh, but I didn't laugh that much in this film. Um, and then the the bad acting, if there's bad acting, I think the only acting I could say that I think was... And I didn't think it was bad, but it wasn't great, was The Rock. He was the only one that I'm like, eh, this is not... Eh, eh. Everyone else, I think, carried the film and did their parts very well. That's my point. You don't have to agree, but that's what I saw. Um... A lot of comments saying it was really fun. This one said really bad. Um, it says, Large, budgeted, and badly disjointed. Black Adam belongs in the poor category with the likes of Justice League and Batman vs Superman. Um, which version of Justice League, friend? Because you're talking about the Zack Snyder version. You can go straight to H-E double hockey sticks, bitch. Um, Batman versus Superman. It's not my favorite, but it's not, it's not that... I didn't think it was that terrible. I didn't. I thought it was visually pleasing enough. I... I wanted more from some of the characters for sure, but like, it wasn't, I didn't hate that movie. Y'all are haters, like, what the fuck? The story is um, hack, what? Hack, hackneyed, hack, hack hackneyed, whatever the fuck you said. Um, And the dialogue is eye rolling with the terrible worn out humor. There were some things I was like, that's not funny. Like the whole, like, telling the men in black thing sent you, bitch, I don't really care. That shit was stupid, but who cares? Let me see. What is it? Oh, what does it say about this? Hold on. I want to read that part. It feels like a bad imitation of better Marvel movies. See, bitch, you had to do it. (laughs) It's too bad as there are some good costume and character designs. Yes, there were really good costumes and character designs. I don't think an ancient awakened god would be spouting out sarcasm of today's hipsters. I mean, if he's around them enough... uh, I guess, like you know, you got to learn the lingo and shit. I don't, that part, did kind of throw me off though. I'm like, you don't, you don't really feel like you don't feel ancient to me. You feel like you were just like you took a nap, like you you took a nap. But you don't, I don't feel like you were away. You were alive five thousand years ago or a thousand, however long he was gone. That I will say did not. But again, you're getting The Rock. If you got someone else to to do this performance, I think they would have done it better. You chose The Rock. You woke up and chose violence, girl. That's all I gotta say. Um... Let me see. It is better than Wonder Woman 1984. I know... I don't know about that. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it was. Um, but that's not saying too much. A lot of action scenes with not much to show for it. I'd give this one a miss and rate it as low as 5 out of 10. Um... We need to talk. (laughs) We need to talk. Um, I... I didn't hate Wonder Woman 1984 though. I didn't hate that movie. I, I I just I think some people want something very Marvel formula, or they have one formula they like and they stick to that. And if it's not that, if it's outside of that realm, then they hate it. And I think that's what this was. And to me, I'm like I, I like it for what I, I it, what it was. It kind of gave me a little bit of Civil War vibes, um, which I enjoyed. I was not expecting to. Well, I didn't. I did not walk into this thinking it was going to be good. And I actually really liked it. The only part of this movie that I think suffered was the bad dubbing, The Rock. Um, because I, I don't think he, I know that he played like the Scorpion King, whatever the fuck. But I don't think he understands how certain things work. But that could also be the direction of the film too. Like, I I, I don't know. There, there could be so many. It might not even be The Rock. There could be so many issues. But I agree. Like, I'm like, you don't feel like an ancient god. You just don't. You just don't, you don't feel like you've been asleep for 5,000 years because you're, you are using, but I mean, the kid was explaining to him what these new terminologies meant, but he didn't even have an accent. You know, the, uh, the rock character, he didn't have any of that stuff. I'm like, you, you don't seem like you lived about 5,000 years ago. In the beginning of the film, he's speaking a whole different language with his son. He doesn't ever really speak too much of that language when he comes back from the dead. You would think he'd be speaking that language and being confused as to why everyone is automatically just speaking English. You know, you, you would think that that would happen in this movie. However, that is not what happens. Now, he is a god, so maybe he is, like, prone to knowing different dialects. And we just don't know. Like, you know, because there's some heroes like Superman. Superman can speak countless amounts of languages because he's Kryptonian and and fucking Krypton. They know how to speak different, whatever the fuck. Who cares about him? But, you know, he can speak different languages. Batman can even speak different languages. He had to learn them, but he can speak these different languages. So who's to say that he couldn't already speak these languages. Like, they were already pre-programmed. I don't know how the fuck this shit works. Bitch, I don't know. I just, I watched the movie. I ain't overthinking it, but now I am overthinking it because somebody made a point. That is a decent point. I don't fucking know. Anyway, but maybe when they invoked his name, like, <laughs> he just automatically knew English. I don't, bitch, I don't fucking know. I don't live here. Anyway, um, what does this one say? I hope Black Adam would be a decent entry in DC's recent output as it's linked to Shazam, which might be their best recent movie. But nope, it's another CGI-filled dud. (sighs) Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I like this one. 8 out of 10. This is what I agree with this one. Black Adam is not perfect, but it's still great. It's still fun. It's still fascinating. And it's still exciting. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. That's where I'm at, bitch. I'm in that camp. I really am in that camp. Because I think everybody did their job amazingly well. And I was actually really excited about it. Um, Let me see. Laughable and bad. What? Was the script the result of a fifth grade class project? Bitch, go sit down somewhere. You sound like a hater. Go sit down somewhere, girl. Um, The writing was horrible. The acting was atrocious. Oh, no. I I didn't see that. Like, I I would say The Rock is, like, probably the worst part of this movie. But y'all sound like some really... Y'all sound like some DC haters, but y'all also sound like the Marvel fanboys who only like when the male heroes are in charge. Like y'all sound like the kind of fanboys that hated uh, fucking uh, She-Hulk because it was a woman and she was owning her shit. That's what y'all sound like. I'm pretty sure that's what y'all are. Y'all hating ass fanboys who don't like those. That's what y'all say. Cause for those who hated She-Hulk, why? I'm still trying to figure out why. I love She-Hulk. I thought it was a really good show. It was one of the better ones to me. Like, I I mean, I, I don't know. Y'all are weird. Y'all are fucking weird. Anyway, I think Black Adam was a good movie. And I'm excited to see... Well, I, I'm not excited to see it anymore. Because thanks to fucking Zack Snyder. Or Zack Snyder. What's his name? What's the fool's name? James Gunn. Coming in and firing everybody left and right. I kind of don't know what the future is going to hold for these characters. But hopefully, like... Hopefully they can still get them back on track because it sounds like Henry Cavill, even, like, even though he's had his heart broken with Superman twice, it sounds like if someone were to come in and change things around, say, within the next year, I feel like he would still put on the damn cape. And I know The Rock fought for him to come back as Superman. And so hopefully, you know somebody comes in in the nick of time to save this, because honestly, I think that the universe that DC has built with these films is not a terrible one. I think it's a good one for what it is. I think if you come outside of your, like, cause I think that Marvel does have a certain format for their films. And I think that DC's trying to do their own thing and that people like the one way and it works for them that way, but doesn't really, cause honestly, Marvel, like DC is kind of damned if they do or if they don't. If they follow the Marvel formula, people would still hate on them because they're doing what Marvel did. But if they don't follow follow the Marvel formula, which works... They're going to kind of be like, well, you should go this way. So either way, they're kind of going to be fucked no matter what. I just think that they're doing the best that they can. And I don't hate what they've come up with. I like Aquaman. I liked Shazam. I liked Wonder Woman, both movies. 84 is not as good as the first one, but it's still a decent movie to me. Um, I liked Black Adam a lot. I'm surprised at how much I liked this movie. I feel like I'm forgetting other films too. but Because um, you can't count the Batman that came out with, um, with uh, what's his name? Um, foot face. Um, what is his name? Oh, my God. Robert Pattinson. You can't count that because that's its own different thing. And that was an incredible move for where that was, too. But, like, the DCEU, whatever the fuck it's called, I, I have to say, I, I, I like it. I want to see more from it. Um, and it'd be great to get a Green Lantern film, all these other movies. But, again, now that they're kind of scrapping some stuff, it's almost like, what is the point? Like, and Zack Snyder did a hell of a job with the Justice League movie. I think he did a great job. And it, um, it sucks now that... We won't get that. You yeah, know, we won't get any more expansion from that universe because now they're basically dismantling that entire cast now. So I don't really know. Anyway, Black Adam is now available to watch on HBO Max. Make sure you watch at the after credit scene as well. I think it was a good movie. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I Like I said, I agree with one of the comments. that said it. it was fascinating, fun, all those things. I did not expect much in this film, and I got much more than I expected. So that's the end of this one. I'll see you guys later. Peace!